0: yeah I, I i've read the book the shining and they get rid of all the dumb tree stuff there's like all these like hedge animal things that happen in there that are just quite like I, in the book it makes sense it plays i love the book the shining but i can understand why like kubrick's probably like that's stupid like why would we put that? <laughs> like we're not doing that <laughs> yeah we're not uh, that would be really dumb and like he didn't think jack nicholson stephen king didn't think jack nicholson should have been uh jack torrance Which is like, I get it because the character is slightly different in the book, but it's like, no, you don't understand. He made a great character with Jack Nicholson. It's unbelievable. And that was when Jack Nicholson couldn't miss at all. Yeah. So, yeah, Um, that that I, I just when the author is just like mixed on it. That's when it's it's good. If they absolutely hate it, there's probably something to it, you know. Like like you you kind of went and got lazy with a few of the plot lines and stuff. Tried to you know scramble it, get it all together real fast at the end, and so especially when it's like a thriller uh, novel that's being adapted, but. You know when they're just kind of like nah it, like it was good there's things i you know didn't love but like it's good that usually means it was actually probably a proper adaptation <laughs> sorry um, so
1: from uh, yeah, the five to the six we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on a whip I need food for the kids, money for the rent Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit And I'll never vote, cause I'm fucking broke And either way, I know the police ain't gon' leave me alone On a plane, by the visit Glenn Me, Crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding Cause we might get caught up in a riot Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? We love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking From the birds to the bricks we be in the mix With that rare candy paint job On a whip, We mm. mm.
0: But nonetheless, uh, we are here with uh, I can't remember how many times you've been on the show But it's been quite a bit We're coming up of, of, on a year of you coming on the show Which feels cool. like longer Like it feels yeah, like a it It's be been good. Right? Because I, I could be mistaken But was it, is it a year or is it two years? Because I know it was Christmas time that's how I know. I think, like
2: was, I, I think it was a year. I think it's, a, yeah, I it think feels it's right.
0: nearly perfectly a year. Like Almost. Like a month. Almost. Yeah, exactly. What a, it's, it's yeah. what a year it's been. What a year it's been. And, and, and yeah, no, you're not, not kidding with that, but it's, it's my fitness feelings. Uh, he returns. We have some source material this time. If you haven't listened to the last episode where we uh, kind of critique the collapse narrative that, that we hear from a lot of uh, catastrophic people that just or want to be around catastrophe and change because the world doesn't look the way they want it. Um th- go check that out, but we did tease that we would all watch uh, the movie Silent Green and we, we are going to talk about that uh later and the uh almost world economic forum Davos type uh uh wet dream that it could be that it could be uh uh seen as and uh uh but for right now um and Sai you're really going to have to take the lead on this one because I am not as I've read a few things, but not enough to really uh, lead the story off. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. FTX. Um. Yeah. That's not a surgery. That's a, that's a trading <laughs> yeah. platform and, um that's a trading platform right or is it somebody that holds t- it's like a two
1: birds one stone situation with there, i think <laughs> yeah it okay. could be both yeah it
0: could be i mean honestly there the money could have gone there too you know to that, yeah. that, I, like it wouldn't it went everywhere else why not there yeah. and, Man, and i got uh, so
1: many takes on this as i know you do my fitness i've heard i've heard your takes fitness sure. and and glenn i know you got takes too on this but yeah this is a good one <laughs> what what do you what do you want to start with on that though? so like, what
0: happened what, so it's pretend okay pretend yeah. i've never heard this story at all like i'm not on twitter pretend i just and i'm like what's what is the deal with the ftx scandal so right. what happened
1: well I'll, i won't editorialize for the first part and then i'll get into my opinions on it but okay so this guy like a couple years ago uh, so there's this uh exchange called bitmix which everyone was using at the time like during the 20- 2017 pump we used that right for a little bit uh for just barely mm-hmm. but um i but it was really it was on its way out by the time i started getting into it which is after all this there was this guy at the top of the leaderboard of bitmix called alameda uh alameda research and it uh-huh. was sam Bankman Fried, this guy and uh you know, he'd racked up like a ton of Bitcoin trading on that exchange, which was the one of the only places you could like leverage exchange. And the, and it's hilar- like the guy. It's funny because like the Arthur Hayes, the head of that exchange is like this. He's like this black dude that lives in Singapore that mm-hmm. created this exchange. And he's definitely like a crook, like he'll hunt your stop loss and like liquidate your ass and like it just, just make billions off of people gambling on Bitcoin and all this shit. But it was—it's funny—is was like you knew what you were getting into, and you knew he was—he was a crook, and you could do it. But he was like upfront about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this Sam guy just out of blue, out of the blue, creates his own exchange. Immediately, rock like in 2018, rockets way up to it, and that becomes the third or second biggest exchange in the world. Um, they have a U.S. legal branch, which is super rare and coveted to get for some reason. Like you know, crypto people say that there's like crypto regulations aren't there are tons of crypto it's hard to be regulated for crypto in america you know there's a there's whole this this whole wild west narrative for the main part americans are out of that loop you know the wild west thing where you have to like use a vpn to trade on you know you have to like mm-hmm. you have to basically illegally use other exchanges if you want to use the best ones and stuff so this guy sam starts popping off his whole thing is like i'm gonna i have i have uh and the way he made his money is sketchy and no one believes it um Especially now, but he he creates this exchange called FTX. I always mm-hmm. hated it. I I tried to use it like two or three times, and every time this isn't like a me like I mm-hmm. told you so. I knew it was gonna crash. Kind and of what thing. kind do, of wa- and what
0: kind of water do you drink again?
1: Yeah, non-fluoridated. That's yeah. What, <laughs> I just, I just, so you wonder how how what easy it is sometimes. For? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fluoride
0: Fluoridex. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but what, the, so the, cra- met, the, Just messing yeah. around
1: there. No, yeah. So the crash thing that happened was like this guy. <laughs> He had FTX and he had Alameda Research. Now, like a good exchange shouldn't be like a bank. Even a bank shouldn't be like a bank is today, where you have like fractional reserve currencies, where there, where the money doesn't exist. It's literally mm-hmm. all out on like speculation and bullshit. Um, but an exchange, for sure, especially like a decent, like a proper decentralized crypto exchange, shouldn't do that. So, and he would always like tweet and say things like, like, Oh yeah, we back our funds users one-to-one and he'd talk shit about other places and being like, Oh yeah, these guys are, they're totally insolvent. Like they don't have the money to back up what they have all while he was funneling FTX user funds into Alameda, his, his trading firm where they were just doing like YOLO bets with like billions of dollars, you you know, like it's just Mm -hmm. crazy risk. Right. And His team, you know, and there's a lot that to be said. Like his, he he moved to Bahamas with this team, and they're all like kind of like in this like weird, like poly thing, which is uh, super strange given the circumstances, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and and then he hired like this like this Stanford girl who had like twelve months of trading <laughs> experience to run like a 10 the million. most stanford looking woman of yeah. all time by the way <laughs> <laughs> Might I yeah have. yeah and there's interviews her where she's just like yeah we don't use stop losses and this is like a bit this is billions of dollars this isn't like you know like me doing like a 20 dollar 100x bit. and what's the, stop- what's the what's
0: a stop loss <clears throat> to people who don't know
1: where you, you know where you like you predetermine your risk you're like all right i'm willing yeah. to lose if I do a billion dollar long, I'm willing to lose a uh, hundred million on this long.
0: Is it, it's but, almost like if you're filling the gas tank and you only got X amount in your bank account and you're able to be yep. quick on the trigger and just kind of like, all right, well, I'm done here. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, can't, I can only have 32, 37, yeah. you know, uh, worth of gas. Like.
1: But the, Yeah. But the stop loss is important obviously for, because you predetermine your risk and then you can calculate your reward. So with like trading, you know, you want, depending on your strategy, you want higher reward than risk. So even if you're a coin flip of your odds of trade being successful or <clears throat> successful, if your risk, if your risk, if your reward to risk ratio is like two to one, three to one, four to one, your account will grow because you're losing one for every time you gain three or gain four or gain one or what, you know what I mean? It's like, but you never want like a, the second you stop using the stop loss, so then you, you run the, you know, you run the risk of ruin, which is exactly what happened here. So anyway, the Binance guy, and a lot of people say that he's shady, you know, he he runs a huge percentage of the of the crypto centralized market. Um, CZ is his initials that he goes by. Uh, he was basically like, and there's people that are saying this is kind of like a monopolistic move or here it was all intentional or whatever, but he, he basically was like, yeah, I'm selling my FTX tokens so that are called FTT. I'm like, I... I I saw the balance sheet. Like, I don't like what I saw. Like, this is no good. And then everyone started withdrawing their money and then yeah, they became insolvent basically. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um, essentially the, the, the
0: crypto haters kind of got a W on this one.
1: Did they? Not? Well, that's so, I mean, they think they, they think they did. And in a way mm-hmm. they did, but I'm, I'm adamant that this isn't crypto. This is a centralized scammer that just stole people's money it has really has nothing to do with crypto and i'm a huge advocate of decentralized exchanges as much as possible you need some centralization for like on ramps and off ramps and there are there are good centralized exchanges like i don't think all of them are bad but all of them do have the potential to be bad and withhold your money and steal your money but the yeah. funny thing is no no one thought this was going to happen to this one, which is the funny thing. There's all these sh- like shady exchanges that never went under and they're probably doing all right. And this guy, this was the golden child, he was like, you know, the democrat donor, had Tom Brady and Giselle right doing ads. Mm-hmm. Um and th- his whole thing, he was kind of shitting on defi, like decentralized stuff and being like, "No, we need regulations, blah blah blah." So it, and now we get into the conspiracies and my fitness maybe you could take the reins on this one where like you know like where this guy was like the number 2 donor politically piece behind George Soros okay yeah man and he was he was fucking um can't beat him he, uh, yeah yeah and all these articles that are coming out are like yeah you can't but all these articles articles are coming out they're in like the passive voice they're saying like oh he blew he, he, his empire was blown up or Instead of saying what actually happened, it was just like this guy stole everyone's money by risking it, you know, on the market. But I don't know, what do you think, uh, fitness?
2: Um. Well, I, first of all, I think it's very ironic. Like we're talking about collapse, right? It's like incredibly appropriate that kind of leads into the total collapse of this fake, you know, scammed up so-called crypto exchange. What do you, I mean, people were posting a lot of pictures of that SVF guy juxtaposed next to, uh, what is that chick, the Theranos chick? Uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes. And I mean, on the surface, of course, that makes sense because these are both companies that were sort of like beloved by regulators and by Wall Mm -hmm. Street and were connected to a lot of very powerful kind of political insider type people. But if you look a little deeper, and I, I won't go off into this too deeply, but if you look into Theranos, I mean, that was clearly some kind of cover for a deep state yeah. operation. I don't think it was money laundering theft. I think they were doing a decentralized attempt to develop certain kinds of technologies that the actual people working right. at that company, you know, weren't really aware of. Boom. This, this to me, I don't think this is quite like that, but it's similar in the sense that, you know, it, it's clearly something very shady, possibly criminal, but definitely some kind of parapolitical spook deal that, um, you know, just like hiding in plain sight. And I think a lot of times people get tripped up by stuff like that. They don't realize that, you know, that's what, that's like the essence of intelligence, trade craft, right? It's not like hiding, making something invisible. It's just making it so you don't notice something, right? Yeah. That yeah, yeah. you know you that you don't want to kind of just enter into public consciousness. Um and that's I mean there's a million examples of that. Yeah. So I mean for me it was just like it seems like and and well if you go back to like the history of these intelligence agencies and whatever, a lot of it was founded on financial scams. I mean they basically if you look at the Paul L. Williams, I think, Gladio book, I mean, he talks about how the OSS and then later the CIA, that was founded on all these drug scams, and they had to basically, they couldn't get real money from the government. They had to, like, earn money through criminal activities, which they then would launder into their operation. This, to me, feels a lot more like that in some ways, where they yeah. basically... Built up this thing and used, I think, the kinds of media resources and connection that these little, like, I don't know, like, gay, vegan, lib, mafia kind of groups mm. have <laughs> and leverage it into like <laughs> a of publicity them. and, you know, whatever, right? And uh, uh, and then <laughs> And then siphon off all the money, essentially, to the Democratic Party, to the NGO complex um that whole deal right and then right they they blew it up as they now want to move into something um you know they want to move into these central bank controlled digital currencies to really get rid of crypto basically and this is going to be used i'm sure as a yeah right as a justification to regulate it
0: no and that's 100 what, what i think ultimately was the was the goal of all of this is like okay um, and, and it speaks to our, our conversation that we had in the last episode where it's like, these aren't stupid people because they always have money on the other end yeah. of this type of stuff. Like they always, like they had an, this is, and it's also not a, a thing that, in, that suggests our elites are incompetent as a lot of people like to say. And that's why there's a collapse happening. Cause this is a genius move. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like this, if you are trying to take down the only thing that was kind of getting in your way of a fully centralized digital currency world like yeah. I'm, and and look like you said there's, there's a lot of people were like me where you would just buy it and keep it in some wallet on an exchange where it's not really yours and stuff like that but there were, there were a lot of people or like there could have been a way where you could get people to buy their own have the keys to it um, to where they do own it but I think that the Bitcoin is so tainted now because of this the, it's being sold as ha, ha see bitcoin it can happen to you like everybody got taken for a ride on on bitcoin people think this happened to bitcoin as a whole by the way like like and exactly. it did right the value did tank like of course it did but people think that this is like oh bitcoin this ftx is just bitcoin like exactly the, the, it is what it is and uh um, the story actually exonerates yeah. bitcoin it, it proves I, that I, it's right it, yeah, yeah, exactly. but the average person even me like i yeah. for me if i just were to pick this up like you know fucking in my little courage the cowardly dog house like in the middle of nowhere and i'm just like looking with like a like old person glasses just be like well bitcoin i'd yeah. never liked it thought it was dumb the whole time exactly. so that that goes away and it completely tanks it in my opinion uh as far as Uh, And it's a perfect way to do it because the whole time you could be funding things like, I don't want to pivot too far from this, funding things like studies to prove ivermectin doesn't work, right? Because that is what a lot of these, this FTX (laughs) money gets put towards. There was a a study that was being done. um, uh, It it was, I think it was like, if you look it up on Together Trial, um, the study that said that ivermectin didn't work, funded by FTX, right? And we know that that study sucks. But it yeah. nonetheless was the study. Um, it's funded by the FTX uh, fund. So it, what I say, it's a it's a brilliant move to be honest. Um, I don't care for it, but uh, you know I'm an objectivist. Like if you if you pull it off, you pull it off. Especially when everybody like quote unquote is under the impression that our elites are stupid. Uh, you were able to take down the reputation of a digital currency. You were able to get a bunch of money, funnel it from people who like more than likely weren't going to give it to the Democrats. So,
2: oh yeah yeah totally yeah. i mean yeah. it, it is yeah. like it's smart i mean it's it's like evil but it's like smart
0: evil you know yeah it's it's i mean they they might pour like I, I honestly i i get to the point where i see like joe biden i'm just like that's just a flex you know what i mean <laughs> that they can just roll that guy out and just yeah. be like like i said this on a podcast last night like it was just like you you it's a flex when you don't even need a star anymore, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for your political party, you don't even need a star. Like yeah. you can just, you just have, you just have money on all ends of like, if, if society is collapsing, there's just going to be a huge gain on one side that's going to just keep the, make the status quo something different, yeah. you know, and, and then we will have a new normal, but it's not going to be a collapse of American empire. It's going to be a collapse of things that we were. Yeah you know used to and stuff so and that's that this is how you do it and this is how and this was like a way to for like them to gain like four x leverage you know what i mean <laughs> in all this it was like they longed it like they longed their yeah. own program shorted the coin and yeah. came out victorious on both sides like it's it's crazy
1: yeah i gotta read this headline real quick from the washington post ftx collapse dooms founders effort to prevent another pandemic <laughs> yeah uh and i just stopped yeah, exactly. So all the all these headlines are about how this poor guy is, and the guy. I actually, I'm actually not into just blaming the guy as much because I do think it is a lot, but I just find it interesting that he's being exonerated in the mainstream media. But I, I had to, I had to make a couple points. I, I remember one of them. I hope we remember the other. Talking about George Soros, how did George Soros become a billionaire? Do
0: you, do you guys know this? By de- destabilizing a currency, was not he basically yeah. shorting? Was it the he, Turkish or no? What he, was, he shorted
1: the British pound and crashed British pound. That sorry, track, yeah. Became mm-hmm. a billionaire, and so it's just funny how I, it comes back to the currency thing. Like you know, you de- so it's it's this violent. is
0: like a, like a, one of those Marvel movies where like a villain sees like another young version of himself doing it. It's like, is that my son that I never yeah. <laughs> spoken to for thirty years? You know, yeah. like is oh man, he's calling out to me now by doing <laughs> the same thing, creating a new me uh, That's essentially. Bad and yeah, yeah i know it's it's uh it's a wild story like I, I didn't dive like super far into it but i saw people like it was one of those ones where like it almost it lined up so much where everything it's like oh and watch i bet this is gonna come out and then it would come out the next day like that it was it was just all up on the covid pandemic right like just all up on on all the the dumb stuff like uh like getting rid of uh Basically inventing the horse paste meme, like yeah. uh, essentially, and 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 all these things. I uh, it, it's nuts. I mean, it's nuts. And um, I'm sorry. I'm sure you have many, much more on this. So well, I,
1: have, I have the dark, the darkest possible cause of this, because you guys know about like the parents, right? That Sam Bakeman frieds parents, and then the mm-hmm. the, the, the girls. go ahead and go ahead and say it though. Yeah, go ahead and. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I think they're like. They're both law professors at Stanford and huge, oh, huge, huge donors. He's a Bay Area guy, right? Mm-hmm. And um, literally, uh, uh, what is oh the 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 dad is like expert in regulation of the, you know and like you're regulating this kind of stuff. And so there's all these, and then the the girl's dad is an econ professor at MIT who's also connected to the Fed somehow, and so I think even like Elon Musk like tweeted about this conspiracy, you know, just like the arrows being like, Hmm, you know, like what's going on. Mm. But the darkest, you look at Sam through all this and he's clearly like an autistic sociopath, like not the cool kind, but like the shitty evil kind, Mm -hmm. Bill Gates kind, you know, right? Like, uh, like my dark, but the darkest place, my mind goes and you see him, he's just kind of like stumbling through this. He's still tweeting. He's still like doing these weird interviews and all this Mm -hmm. stuff the 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 worst possible thing is that his parents literally sacrificed him for like they set it up and he's just kind of the pawn and they're like well, right i'm just gonna sacrifice my kid to do this whole thing you know like he'll be okay or something i don't know mm. i'm sure yeah. he'll be protected or whatever but it's it's crazy yeah
2: yeah i mean i do think they kind of it's like i have a hard time but that kid just doesn't have the like He doesn't. To do something like this, you have to have connections, right? Like like, to your point about how they got this, you know, coveted regulatory status in the U.S. Like he's like in his twenties or whatever. Like he got that through his family, you know. I mean, he he's. It's not really. He's not really the source for this. He is, you know, best case scenario, like a willing and able participant in it. Worst case scenario, like a pseudo you know like he maybe he thought it was actually good or he kind of knew something was up, but they were just kind of pushing him to do it anyway um i mean it is really in a way it's sad obviously my, (laughs) my sympathies for him are like a little limited but i do think i mean i do think you're right that there's stuff like this where you know there there is this like weird sacrificial element you know i mean that was kind of what Kanye was implying in that interview where he was saying how, like, you know, they got, you know, they took my, they got my mom and they got so and so's, like, sister or whatever. So I do think, yeah, it's like, it is a dark, it's a dark thing. And I think it's probably more common than people realize. It's just coming out. It seems like it's coming. This stuff is sort of coming to the surface more now. Um, So I don't think this is really new in the sense that there's tons of these types of scams and a lot of them probably don't work this well, but yeah. you know, this one did. And it, it not only served all the purposes that we've been discussing, but like you know, there, there were those super bowl ads and Tom Brady. I mean, it was really, they built this up into something very big and then they destroyed it or just let it be destroyed. But either way, there's something very demoralizing about that. You know, it's not just they make, they don't just make, bitcoin look bad they don't just like steal everyone's money you know it's like they get everyone's hopes up into something and then they just crash it which i think is a common psychological like warfare technique where like you build something up and then you just blow it up right and then people are just they're they're depressed they're demoralized they feel like everything's hopeless you know Um, that's kind of what it's like it's hard not to like look at stuff like this and sort of get doom-pilled, but also I think that's kind of the purpose of it on another level. Like, not only is it about stealing money and manipulating people and moving to another phase of the digital control system, it's about making it you feel powerless and like it's all inevitable, like you, you don't know who you can trust and it's hard to know how to counter that honestly. I, it's something I really struggle with actually. Yeah,
1: yeah I agree. Yeah.
0: But um, no, the and also you know you have the ties with uh, the just World Economic Forum, that and you know sure. that's just on their site. There's like, hey, FTX official official partners. You know, it's just they're just just on there. It's like all it, it all it checks all the boxes of things that we wouldn't like. You know, even though we've both. Were proponents, at least, of of Bitcoin, just kind of shaking shit up a little bit, you know. At least, at least at that, we we weren't uh, haters of that. But you know, this exchange obviously reeked to high heaven. But also, uh, did they get Brady? Because <laughs> how does a guy like Tom Brady? Uh, you know, not everyone's a football fan, but you know, I, I I've been following the Brady saga quite quite close. Uh, let's say that a guy retires and you know, Tom Brady's made a lot of money in his life uh, for, a, for you know, really, really stacked it up. I mean, he's been playing since he was early 20s. He's 45 right now. Uh, top contract or not top contracts, but top end of the league contracts. Lots of endorsement deals. TB12 method, all this kind of stuff that's selling. Um, not the greatest investor, though. Uh, <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady famously bought the top of Bitcoin and changed yeah. and put laser eyes on his avi and everything he was all in uh just completely hemorrhaged after he bought it um he constantly loses celebrity golf tournaments to like quarterbacks (laughs) that he used to beat up like like basically just you know he used to drag peyton manning around all day like forever just was peyton manning's um father and you know essentially and and but in a golf tournament, couldn't beat him. So Tom Brady is really only good at football, which always makes me laugh. Like, he's just only good at that. Like, he's almost sold his soul to just – and to be good at, like, literally anything else except – but to be, like, amazing at football. So what yeah. I do wonder is Tom Brady, earlier this year, announced his retirement, right? He had gone to the NFC Divisional round game. Um, it had been one of those things where – uh he had a divisional you know round lost but it was still very admirable he was coming off a super bowl the year before that and then brady uh um up and retires right but then he comes back like like three weeks later it doesn't make sense right it's not even like he waited for like Wow, I took the whole summer off and like, man, I just I still had that rhythm of like, man, football's about to start again. You know, like, man, I, I you know, oh, I miss it. Let me come back. No, it was like three weeks later when the season was nowhere near coming back. He's like, I'm coming back. And I'm wondering, like, did he get scammed? And like, did he lose like a way bigger chunk of change than we think? Yeah, I, I, don't, I doubt it. To come back. <laughs> And, you know, he had a Fox deal for announcing the next year. He was going to, like, still keep a salary the next year. But, like, he comes back. He gets divorced, right? What's the reason you get divorced? I don't know. Maybe when you fucking took some of Giselle's money and put it in <laughs> to this thing and, like, just, like, he gets divorced. I'm just saying, like, keep it in the back of your mind. It's like a, like a 4% chance that I'm right here. But I'm just saying, like, just did he get, like, absolutely wrecked so hard by FTX he came back to play football again?
1: Man, I've, That actually I've,
2: makes I've, a lot of sense. <laughs> I think. Um, really, yeah. like, it really does. Because I always wondered, I mean, I, it was I. the way I heard the story reported was that she was divorcing him because he was going back for another season. It's like, was you really divorce over that? I mean, that's is one more season. I mean, it's not like he's saying, I'm going to do 30 more years of this. Like, you literally can't. You know, he's, yeah. he's already, like, borderline I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but I mean, he's old, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for professional football. So, it's like, but yeah, man, she could be really pissed like, because she has a lot more money than him, I
0: think. No, he oh, not even close. It all it's not even close, yeah. She's a mogul. Investment. Yeah,
2: uh, mm-hmm. I would be pissed, honestly.
0: Yeah, if she was like, Tom, like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, what, <laughs> what did you like? And she's like, I knew the joint account was a bad idea. And he's just like long and leverage long in like Bitcoin at a computer. And just, just kids are crying, malnourished.
1: Well, that, well that, that was my whole first thought was like, okay, first, you know, you know, it's like a meme in crypto space that when people like Tom Brady start going all in, you sell or you short like that day, you know, you, you that's the that's the top signal. And mm. it was it literally was, it was like within that time. And my whole <clears throat> before all this happened was like, oh, okay, they, they probably gave Tom a bunch of tokens. And he bought a bunch of Bitcoin and they're net short in Bitcoin as like a hedge. Like that's that's like because they know what's happening. These guys are expert traders. Even I was naive. But like, oh, these guys are expert traders. At least they might be whack. But um, but yeah, it's, I've tried to find the details of the actual deal. And like on the best case, they just he literally signed a like a brand ambassador contract agreement. And they just gave him a ton of these useless tokens that ended up going belly up. And at worst, yeah, he, he went like half in on his net worth or some shit. And, and <laughs> I'm telling dude, you, like, I know, because he's <laughs> like,
0: like guys like that are insane. Like, like, like yeah. we've talked about uh um the shitty like athlete investments all the time, like investing in like floating couches for like floods and stuff like <laughs> yeah. really dumb stuff. And like some of these like guys like Brady who are just autistic, socio- sociopathic quarterbacks, you know, like just just insane, like killer instinct. Like they're the type of guys to do that shit like Floyd Mayweather bets like $2 million on like a six point underdog money line, like in the Super <laughs> Bowl like he'll just do shit like that. Like, like it, it's, I mean, it's sick in my opinion, but like, you know, like yeah. um the, the, at the end of the day, I could see, I'm just saying like, I just see the, like, if I could do fan fiction or like kind of a, you know, like a post, like if Tom Brady passed away, like some, like after his career, like this is actually what happened. Like retelling, I, that would be the route I'd go to be honest. But, Just saying, Uh, just saying. But um, any any more thoughts on this uh, on this stuff? I mean,
1: it's it's quite the quite the scandal. Nothing yet. I'm gonna think of something later when we change subjects, of course. Of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was one thing I wanted to say. Or just it isn't really about the not really about like the the technology or the stuff underpinning this, but just how. I mean, maybe I'm romanticizing this or it's nostalgia or whatever, but it's like, and for a con artist, like these people are so weak. Like they're these vegan, like polycule, non-binary, like, <laughs>
1: wow. I
2: mean, it's like, you know, we used to have, I don't know, like, like they would I either, mean, I don't know. It's like, I would at least like stand me with someone who's like, kind of like cool or, or just not like a total just like a drug person i don't know i find that to be almost one of the darkest aspects of it yeah it's like, it, it just like i don't know it, i i, <laughs> I don't and know the, yeah. and the drug
1: use too the, the, the amphetamine the daily nonstop amphetamine use like way more than like your average college kid studying for a final you know and like yeah there's i sent you bet glenn that picture of him like from, like, 2018 versus now, which is only, like, four years, dude. It's, mm-hmm. it's rough, dude. It's, like, what happened? Like, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and... I will, and yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I was just laughing at some of the... Like, did you... I, there's some of, like, the dirtbag left kind of takes that I've been seeing, because this is, like, an epic own of Bitcoin, you know, to them, and, like, Bitcoin people who, yeah. you know, to them are all, like, child predators and stuff. And uh, they're they, like, see him as, like, based, Sam... Bankman, right? Like, because he like scammed Bitcoin people. And yeah, you know, you know what
1: it reminds me of? Okay. You know how, like, Libs, when they talk about January 6th, they're like, oh, the cops were in on it. They're all the instructionists. And it's like, that's not the, that's like, you're, you're not, that's not the take. You know what I mean? That's, you, you totally, they do this thing where they totally misconstrue the whole thing and they're, same thing. They're like he's owning the crypto guys, and it's like that's that's not really what's happening here, you know? Yeah, it's kinda, you I mean know, when
0: you when you think and speak in meme, like that's the conclusions you come to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when that's just the dialect you come to, like you know, like or something, like or the, 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 like type of guy you'd be like in the store and like picking the right cantaloupe, and you'd be like the cantaloupe understander has logged on. Like if you said that like out loud, that's like how some of these people are, I think, and like that's the <laughs> kind of conclusion you come to, <laughs> and and. Uh, like there's, yeah. <laughs> that's the conclusion you come to is like just this like short-sighted shortest distance between two points a straight line just boom right there that's what happened my meme side won for this day you know and like that's how, how this goes but like for one I, I don't even know that bitcoin's dead anyways like to be honest like i'm kind of if anything hoping that there could be like a little grassroots resurgence of like old school when you you know you hear like fredo talking about like how you it was like how you could buy bitcoin like way back in the day like i like like that Trying to like maybe hope that that's what ends up happening, like kind of like with you know food shortages at the beginning of COVID, like people were learning how to bake bread and shit. Like kind of hoping like that would be what would happen with Bitcoin, but I don't even think that's the way it is. And also, he just gave a bunch of money to the Democrats, so it's like yeah, if any dude. dirtbag left person celebrating that just just think about it for a second. Like you know, like you just you just funded the Democrat Party with well, the, Bitcoin. These are, the same, like,
1: these are the same people that think like that. Compl- you are know, like occupy wall street type vibes you know like he did this exact same thing or then the net effect is the same you know
0: yeah and just imagine <laughs> and like it's... thinking a bitcoin guy is like so much far worse than like bill clinton you know what exactly. i mean like just that, yeah, that's yeah. like what you t- who like they'll do full podcast series about how bill clinton's a pedophile but they'll be like actually but if the things that really they have kind of built like if that gets funded by people just taking a what? risk on something you know and fucking up like mm, all right well, it's
1: funny you mentioned that because the the two keynote speakers on the panel with sam bacon Fried at their giant conference was bill clinton and oh, tony man. blair dude tony fucking blair oh tony blair's <laughs> the new uh
0: the new uh like vaccine guy after they took who what was our boy from tanzania Oh uh, John John, Budaf- John Magafuli Budaf- yeah. yeah. uh, after he got after he got got they put Tony Blair in that bitch with like a woman a uh, prime minister like All and right. Tony Blair was like overseeing that whole thing by the way I don't know if I ever brought that up on here but they just like inserted to, it was the biggest op ever was John Magafuli who's like the the best covid response out of anybody yeah like in my opinion like it was yeah. it was amazing so look him up but uh after yeah tony blair's there now too like he's just doing he's just doing all that stuff and then that's really cool that he speaks at the ftx so yeah like super cool i'll
1: just i'll just say the one about trading and and one last thing on this topic is like if you still believe in crypto or whatever if you still want to stay into it it's actually on it's i got into DEX's decentralized exchanges like literally 2 weeks before this all went down it was very strange timing. I never had any funds on FTX. Um but like so man I just you just have your dumb Chrome or Brave browser, you download your MetaMask wallet, right? You can send your Ethereum or any layer 2 stuff on any network onto there. Um and then you just you can trade with it on any number of decentralized exchanges which are popping off now. I know GMX is a good one. That's probably mm-hmm. the biggest one. Uh, GNS is another one and they all have like their own tokens and stuff. It's all very it's trustless, you know what I mean? It's like you you buy into the system and as long as people are treating it like an exchange where there's a lot of volume, you you make a trade you win that trade whatever that means to you, you know, you make a couple percent or you double it or whatever you settle the trade and it, the profits immediately go into your wallet. There's no, you don't have to withdraw them. You know, you not no one can stop you from, it's a very free freeing feeling. I will say uh, very interesting and like I would check that out if you're still into it. Um, and if you are still into centralized exchanges, like, I know, like, Bybit is a really good one. I know a lot of people that trade on there. Um, they're not about that drama. Um, and Kraken, for U.S. users, they're they're very conservative, and they're U.S. legal, and they 100% back one-to-one. And they, yeah, extremely conservative as far as crypto people go, you know. So, uh, yeah, just check that if you if you want, like, a where do I go next kind of thing, you know.
0: Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Well, um, you know, I, I guess we should pivot to the uh, source material of uh, of tonight's of tonight's show. Soylent Green is made out of people. Hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Soylent Green is people.
0: Soylent Green. All right. We all that was our homework assignment for the last time to, to watch that. Uh, Soylent Green is 1973 film um and uh stars charlton heston uh charlton heston uh later kind of if you're kind of like millennial gen x generation you remember like charlton heston from the nra you have to pry this out of my cold dead hands um pumping the, the shotgun up at the nra thing it's like a very uh like like live like that freaks lives out more than like anything like <laughs> is that happening and uh um so he had he had done so i was kind of surprised to, not surprised to see him in this movie but i was like oh shit i haven't seen like anything that wasn't that clip of charlton heston in quite some time um he's also in the original not, i don't know if it's the original i guess it's the original planet of the apes uh he's in that as well and um so southern Green's directed by richard fleischer uh, it's adapted from Make Room, Make Room by Harry Harrison, which, uh, regretfully, I have not read uh, by by this episode, but I, I think I might. And uh, crazy movie. Like, I watched it uh, probably about five, six months ago. Immediately loved it. I had been just constantly saying, like, we have to cover this. And uh, it's we talked about FTX being a World Economic Forum kind of agent, I should say. Um this is about as good of a guess in 1973 that you can have about what mm. a smart city and the casualties of a smart city the uh outcasts of a of a smart city um will will look like um and by the way the movie if you guys didn't know 2022 that's the year it's happening so it's uh it's it's wild we're covering it in the the year that it happened so uh real fast what was your guys' thoughts on the movie
2: i was well there i mean there were some really amazing details so and just like one thing i noticed there's actually people wearing masks oh yeah they have people in these lines and it's like yeah it actually really reminds me of the masking situation right now where it's like one in every 20 people is like a nose out to like vaguely covered like mask mask wearing like a fucking cloth mask (laughs) like
1: Uh my
2: god i mean it i thought that i don't know that was just for me one of many pretty amazing little details that they worked in i mean i I don't even know what to say about the fact that it's called toilet green because a literal i mean it's if you're pfp now but it's a literal they made a drink i'm assuming after
0: this film Um, yeah it was
1: it was an ironic like mm. it's like actually they were on the right track food should have been like yeah libs
0: libs have the i'll get to it later the lib the lib perception of this movie is hysterical by the way but um yeah and i just gotta
1: say before like go I want you to finish that thought fitness, but the FTX bros had a fridge full of this shit, not even joking. Soylent beverages. Just thought. that's just crazy. not a like out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you guys. said what happened between 2018 and 2022, <laughs> you answered your own question. was Soylent. the fridge full of Soylent. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, yeah. So, um, fitness, me. please continue uh, uh, on what you were saying. Cause you, yeah.
2: Well, so, but I mean, okay. Like, I, people are probably familiar with the idea, you know, of predictive programming, yeah. right? And there, there were just, I mean, there were so many little details in this. Like, the, it's like, oh, it's curfew hour. And like, you have to have like administrative path, like one. I mean, the whole way that the smart city was constructed, where basically you can't access anything real. It's just this like overcrowded mass of impoverished people standing around for their, like, soy ration, basically, Mm -hmm. while these, you know, world economic forum, like, goons live uh, these secluded life in these towers. I mean, it's like, I was just like, damn, man. I mean, this, I know that there's, we don't have that many people, which was, like, a crazy element of the film. He's always, like, stepping over, like, thousands of people to get anywhere. But it, it felt to me it felt to me like on the one hand it's like wow they got it was sort of like yeah, sort of like terrorizing you with this image like like this is what it could be okay. but also like justifying almost everything they want to do right like we need to you know these kinds of administrative controls and like population mm-hmm. control efforts or whatever like if we don't do this type of stuff you're going to get Soylent Green, which we're getting anyway, but like, you know, right. I just found that to be, I don't know how much of it I feel like is just a, it's like deliberate propaganda or how much it differs from the book, but I really found it to be like, I was like it was really startling, and I think the last thing I'll say, just as like this intro, that was so incredible about the timing, was not only the masks and the soy rations and, and all that stuff, but there was this unbelievably poignant and like sad, like euthanasia scene. Oh, where this, this, you know, character, uh, Saul, Saul, or Saul, I think his name uh-huh. was,
0: played by uh, Edward G. Robinson. It was actually his last film before he passed, too, which is kind of crazy.
2: That's insane, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you could really tell, I mean, there was a lot of emotion in that scene. You could tell that both those actors really kind of felt that. That's but incredible. Uh, just given this Canada euthanasia thing, it was like, holy shit. They literally have, I mean, they're depicting this like state run like kind of pleasant euthanasia assisted death scenario. And like, we actually had that like in 2022, they are rolling that out now, you know, just north yeah. of the border here.
0: It's nuts, man. Like that's so it, pertinent. Dude. It's so It's important. so pertinent. And I think, as far as the, that, let's talk about Edward G Robinson's character. Cause he's a guy from the old school in this movie. He remembers pre great reset, uh, before Sloan green. Um, so what happens, a really, really like fun part of the movie is where, uh, I think he's detective Thorne is his name with uh, Charlton played by Charlton Heston. Uh, he's a detective right now. It's said at the beginning that I'm just going to go through a few of the details of the movie, of the plot. Charlton Heston is investigating a murder of like a kind of an oligarch of this guy. Now we see the murder happen. It's definitely like an assassination. The dude knew it was coming. Um, he was not playing the game that the Soylent company wanted. We don't know what the game is. We don't know what any of this is. Maybe he was a whistleblower or anything like, but you're like, we don't know what happens. He gets bam, just meat hooked to the head uh, in his like lush, posh, swanky, full of like Lana Del Rey lookalike chicks, like, you know, and like different, like all other stuff. He has all this stuff going on in there. He's taken out. Charlton Heston's like a, detective a homicide detective or something and his jurisdiction if you notice they say his jurisdiction ends in philadelphia right Corey morningstar when she came on here a long time ago she talked about smart cities for a little bit and i think the way that you have a smart city is just basically absorb a bunch of other cities and make your city the size of a small state right so i thought found that to be insane right because that's like new york philadelphia like it's just it's 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 crazy i could see that like i could see that being the goal at least of some of these smart cities like powered by, you know, 5G and things like that, like with with uh, like kind of insane, like Randian style, like pay per use of everything like um, and social credit score and stuff. And uh, with Edward G. Robinson's character, he remembers the old school days before you had soylent before you had just soylent products to eat their soylent yellow, soylent red and then soylent green, which is made from plankton. It's the hottest thing on the market and uh you know we think it's made of plankton that's what we're told and edward g robinson's character is lives in this house it's just all just furniture it's just like just all all this stuff but it like like doesn't like i will say the house didn't look terrible i've lived i've been in worse rooms before i'll say that much um and Uh, Charlton Heston basically loots this rich guy For like all his stuff He knows he's got a steak That he had to get from like a homicide evidence locker Earlier in the movie Um, He sent his lady to go get it And uh, the lady that just comes with the loft And uh, they bring up the steak He's got all that But then the guy dies So he takes a big ass bottle of booze Brandy brings it back I don't care if it's cognac or brandy But he takes the steak back Takes all this stuff back um, they have this perfect meal right now. The meal just we think it's its great. But the meal was kind of like the meal ultimately serves as like kind of like this guy's like, I know I'm never getting this again. Let me hit the suicide pods, <laughs> you know, and that's the, the harrowing part of it. The actual suicide scene is quite peaceful which makes it scary, right? Like it's, it's, you're just, he's looking at these like flowers that are nowhere to be seen ever like in this town. You can never see that again. So he basically, but the, the scariest part to me is him walking up in the really cold weather, desolate, dystopian town and just like the door being really warm and like the woman being like almost the Pee Wee Herman Alamo tour guide lady, like just really like friendly and jovial and inviting him in like, like it's just like he's going to the DMV, you know, and it's uh, it's nuts, uh, it's nuts, and that, like you said, that scene is is crazy. It's it's one of the better scenes I've I've really ever seen in film. Is when Charlton Heston's in the kind of control room trying to uh, stop what's inevitable at that point. So it was
2: it was like it was it was genuinely very tragic, and I thought. Well, one of the things that was interesting about that scene and just about the movie as a whole, as it kind of, the way it differs from what's happening is there is this real sense in that film of, you can imagine like that kind of world is sort of like World Economic Forum-ish type guys trying uh-huh. to run things without the internet, right? Like there's no computers there's so no true. cell phones, right? And they have to do everything with books It's you know, have these old like atlases and maps and mm-hmm. things. And, so it's just really when the guy and like, you know, nothing works right um, in this, you know, uh, city. So when he when he's like going through this euthanasia process, they've got these lights with his like favorite color. I mean, beautiful nature scenes because no one's ever seen the ocean or, or, I mean, I think this older man did, but most people like haven't like flowers and elk and stuff running around. Mm-hmm. And it just occurred to me that You know, a lot of the way they pacify people now, it's like that type of simulation technology is so readily available. You just look at your phone, look at any computer screen, right? They're bombarding us with that all the time. And it's like in the Soylent Green situation, you know, that's just, that's what they give you that to entice you to kill yourself. Here, they can just flood everyone with that stuff, right? So they can then get a much more type of like granular control of the population.
0: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And you get the, um, and also like one thing, I think they get almost a little bit wrong, a, l- a little bit wrong. And, I, and I, I don't even say this as a critique of the movie because it's like, we're talking about a movie from 1973 that more often than not got at least the intentions of those who want to implement this on society. Uh, correct. Uh, the, but the other thing is kind of the, um, the bones that they throw, you you know what i mean like for us we can live like a little bit more decadent but in but in this you know what i mean like when i'm in the bay area like i live in a shoebox man it's fucking small you know and it's stacked upon stacked upon stacked upon you're suffocated like those of course those things where people are just sleeping and walking over each other to get to like rooms and stuff like sleeping in the hallway yeah of course that's dramatized but like i like i feel like five percent of that you yeah. know, like where I'm at, it's fucking jammed. It's crowded. It's lifeless. Like people aren't having fun Uh, when I, when I walk around, it's just like, like just these like almost faceless blurred out zoomers. Like they just don't, you, they don't have no features. They're just like blurred out people walking around. And um, when that happens, you know, but, but we, but what we have is we have the DoorDash because of the internet, right? Like, as you, as you said, just building off of what you said, Uh, because we have like the DoorDash, we can DoorDash like Korean chicken tonight if we want you know for all this like yeah life sucks like and they make you like um soylent green i will say is like the reason that 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 probably can't happen is because that's too much depression they make with this right here you get like just the right amount of depression for this to work you know where everybody's just slightly under stimulated right and then and and it's 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 different i think that actually allows it to uh truly build and create the society um that uh the kind of like shocking dystopian like stuff uh cuz you see the the air is like green too it's like soil and green but the air is green too which <laughs> uh the libs uh is is very funny there's a few like articles you'll see scattered around the web where like um there was a guy from Chicago uh let me see if I can pull it up a guy from Chicago uh is that what I don't know what an alderman is? Is that just like a like a politician or
2: something? Yeah, boy, oh boy. It's like um in Ch- they're really strong in Chicago. An alderman is like someone that's he's kind of like a little dictator of like a a group of neighborhoods. In Chicago oh, they're incredibly powerful although there's a lot of struggle between them and like the mayor. So it's like somebody if you want to get like a open a business or do any of, you have to go through the,
0: your aldermen? Interesting. Okay, so sh- this ha- is from, I want to say 2020, uh, 2017, excuse me. Um, there is, this is when Rahm Emanuel is uh, the mayor of Chicago here. Uh, and Chicago, Alder- this Chicago alderman by the name of, I think his last name is, oh, Amaya Pawar uh, is the guy's name. And he was talking about uh, under under Donald Trump, he says at times I feel like I'm living in the movie Soylent Green because they're pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord.
1: <laughs>
0: what? So that is like the scariest part about what what people can do with these movies. The reason like these movies are allowed to be shown is because libs can just easily just be like, well, that's if Trump got his way, that's what this looks like. Yeah, you know, and and it's you know I've been reading a lot of Michael Crichton, I and I've I've noticed a lot of our audience has been kind of going back on that journey too. That's how he gets spun as well is just like he's warning us about Trump, you know, and just like all all these things. And it's like it's so crazy to see that where like people just notice the green air. The green air is like the least scary part of the movie to me. I mean, it's like it's obviously bad. Like, I wouldn't want that.
1: But that's crazy. The Crichton thing is crazy. We talked about this, Glenn, how like once you find out about who the real Crichton was you're like oh man they fucked jurassic park steven spielberg fucked no they literally up. killed him with they, lymphoma like i'm yeah, just like he, yeah, no no like, like, just, like oh, that dude yeah. got like he looked fantastic
0: like six months before
1: he passed away <laughs> of like Plane, cancer dude. yeah yeah <laughs> that's just like what yeah no yeah. they took my boy out or glenn, yeah. yeah glenn and i are joking all the time about Crichton being i mean he's he's literally like the the sponsor of this pod he's like the he's both old. of us synthesized <laughs> yeah, yeah it, like uh, viewer fucking like yeah yeah but
0: it, like he's like if you actually stuck with the schooling and if yeah. i like <laughs> yeah stuck with my schooling and but like hated it the whole time figured out a way to get through it and then yeah. you know and then he's like a shit talker like me but then like the the fucking you know he's got like his bases covered like you you know and so (laughs) it's like it's crazy and uh but not nonetheless like like with this movie it's so easy to be retconned into like a climate change movie and that's what it is it's it's a climate change movie it's a um you know the food part they can't really they can't really run away from and the food part and i I do want to talk about this a little bit the food part of all this and, and feel free to jump back and forth uh, to, to parts you guys you guys like. But the, the food, um, Soylent Green, they are these little green cracker looking things, right? And it's square, it's like the size of a saltine. And that's pretty much what the the underclass lives on, right? And then there's millions of them. There's, there's 44 million people in this smart city that goes from New York to Philadelphia, basically. And uh, it's... It's it's crazy. And they're and the the stuff is made on like it's it's just kind of sold in like weird, like almost biblical or like like Egyptian, like kind of like uh, Arabic market style, but like dystopian yeah, yeah. version. Like people just have these weird scales that they're like weighing it in. And there's it's just all chaos. Everybody's like scrambling just to get this like dog shit thing. Uh, uh, Detective Thorne Makes a thing where he's like I like it But Edward G. Robinson who remembers eating real Food saying like ah, This is bland I just don't have the taste for It man like it's terrible and uh, So With the food I found interesting Because they claim that and Green is made out of Plankton now the big twist and again if you just watch the movie. It's 97 minutes. It won't take up much of your time. It, it's, it's it's great. It's just a legit great movie. I can't say enough. Even if you don't believe what were our take on it, it just watch it because it's a great movie. And um, the ending, the last line, it gets lampooned like Jim Carrey. If you look up on YouTube, like, like iterations of it, Jim Carrey does like funny bits on it when he hosts Saturday Night Live. He does like, Soylent, it's people. You know, and and like that's and he's going away also in PG movies. They're just showing people getting shot, like just straight up, like violently shot (laughs) in like PG movies. It's crazy. What was PG back in the day? Um, Dude, his head
2: gets bashed in Like the very that, first thing you see uh, I mean, I'm like, yeah. damn this,
0: and, you know. Yeah, the Phil Spector guy Just beating the shit out of women Like in a room, just <laughs> inexplicably You know, just like in a PG movie um, It's great, never let anyone tell you Movies were more conservative back in the day they Absolutely were not uh, <laughs> But the uh, uh, The the craziest thing was uh, Yeah, Soylent the, the, the big twist, right Is that uh, He wants to know where Edward Robertson is going, Jack Thorne. He wants to know where Edward G. Robinson's character is going after his assisted suicide. So he, they basically, after you watch his beautiful death, you are then, you know, it's like a beautiful, but like, like scary death, but like, you know, it's it, objectively there's flowers all over the place. It's like this peaceful kind of like, all right, see you later now man they gets wheeled out just super like mechanically super like like he's just an object into a dump truck And they just toss him in the back into a garbage truck essentially um and another note on the trucks the trucks stick out in my mind the trucks are so scary to me the scooping trucks where they could just scoop you into the back of a dump truck it's I, yeah. it's it gets made fun of and it looks kind of funny and corny but i'm like that's so scary and the guy that gets crushed by it oh Fuck. Yeah, they,
1: they look hella modern too for the 70s they look like super modern yeah it's like movie.
0: a peterbilt you know what i mean yeah like yeah. i said those will be powered with tesla by the way those will be powered by tesla if that actually does happen and um the the scooping soil and green dump truck stays in my mind probably more than anything in this movie but edward edward g robinson's character is transported to this like big facility right um where he's still you know he's still not quite putting two and two together but he goes on the conveyor belt and he, and he finally sees in the conveyor belt the place where the bodies are getting dumped. You're seeing these little green soilent green squares, getting put out into the uh, into mass production, like it's like Nabisco or something. And then, uh, you know, then then uh, he's he's had stalkers the whole movie. They know he's on to something. The stalkers finally get him. He's getting hauled away. Soilent green. It's people. He tells his police chief, who was on his ass the whole movie. Right, so yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's crazy. I just had to had to sum up the food part. But what do you think of the food part, Sai? Because I know this has got to be like weird for you, because you're like, obviously, well, you don't want mass produced fucking shit like that. But you know,
1: yeah, I think it's it has a lot of. It's weird how, like, what's happening today is really not. It it's it it's only slightly better than feeding people to people. You know what I mean? It's like it's really not. And this kind of predated a lot of the industrialization of food. So it was prophetic in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's it's interesting. And I do find it funny that one of the, like, the Soylent company today is, like, a 100% vegan company. And they're, they're, their whole shtick is that they're 100% pro-GMO, pro-Monsanto, pro-glyphosate, pro all these things. Yeah, I find it, I've, I don't know. I think that, like this concept of foodless food, I, we're going to have a herbalist on who he kept, I was listening to some of his interviews today, which I love that term foodless food, you mm. know, cause that's kind of what it's like, you know, yeah. what is food? It's supposed to nourish you, but like not just for, on all levels of your spirit of everything else. Right. So the second you create a society that doesn't, f- you know, check all those boxes and you don't have the community around it. You don't have like the, you, you know, the, the relationship to the farmers and the people that picked it and grew it and everything you become not a human in a sense, you know, slowly, but surely over time, like Sam Bacon freed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Just living off shit in his fridge. And, um, I don't know, but I'm like a, I'm like a foodie hippie. So, you know, it's, that's that's my take. People might think I'm being hyperbolic about that, but that's what I really believe. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I watched this movie because, again, I had always seen the Jim Carrey bits. I'd always heard the line Mm -hmm. and I'm but I never watched it. And yeah, it was great. Way better than I thought it was just based on the memes and everything. No, it's sick.
0: it's sick. Like, it's like really tight. And like Charlton Heston's like awesome. Um, Another great part of it was when the like he strikes up like kind of a romance with the like the girl that just comes with the house of the rich guy. Yeah. and um she's like we can run the air conditioner like oh my gosh it'll be such a good temperature in here and yeah. and um you know i'll run it run a shower and stuff and then like towards the end she, he's like once he's really like backed against the wall he calls her to try to get a hold of someone else she's like hey this guy really wants me he's like great go with him he's like <laughs> it's like please like, police if you if you does that load off my back thank you yeah <laughs> like, Okay. Uh, I, I like the guy buying the house. By the way, too, where he's like, "Hey, I, you know, I have a friend over, and psh, yeah. you know, he's like, we don't like a lot of talking for a while, but you know, when it's time to get freaky, can you get freaky?" She's like, "Yeah, sure, man." Yeah, <laughs> that's the, I mean, she that's down. She was yeah. down, and that's OnlyFans. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, literally, it's like a virtual. Yeah, it, type they just called. didn't
0: understand the screens, and that's why screens are so scary when you think about it. You're like, nobody hardly anybody saw this coming you know what I mean like just the actual like insane like maybe the Jetsons might have seen some of this stuff like that that's like maybe the only thing where like you really see like the screen communication the like guys like just like anybody making fun of anyone on FTX but has like donated to like a girl wearing cat ears (laughs) yeah that's all I'm gonna say like don't you know just just don't Glasshouse House, Stones, you know, yeah. and, and uh, there's uh, at least FTX, there was a chance you could make a little money. but Yeah, yeah, we weren't going to win that one. But yeah, yeah. that was a, like if they were to remake it in, and I hope they never do. But if they were to remake it into some like it would have to be a six part Netflix series, by the way, it's like none of these movies. The, the beauty of these movies is how they're paced and people just can't pace movies like this anymore for some reason, yeah. because they're they have to make backstory stories for every character so like because you have to justify like somebody just being bad and oh yeah yeah like you know so like you know he's bad because you know it's like no i don't need to know why actually like i actually would want to just see that guy be an unhinged lunatic with no explanation um you know and like like the guy chasing charlton heston throughout the movie he would have had a backstory
2: yeah, he wouldn't beat up like a trans prostitute or something. In <laughs> the very beginning, we know this guy's bad, you know, right? Yeah, um,
0: yeah.
1: And, like, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth Warren reading life. the names, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously,
2: <laughs> it would it would be something like that, and like a lot of people would probably eat it up. Sadly, like,
1: oh yeah. Effects. He's bad because he you. flew the old LGB. But then he hangs out with primary. his grandma every yeah. But
0: he hangs out with his grandma every night. So it's like, actually, I'm starting to fall for him. And is that bad? Yeah. And then that creates the think piece. Like, you know, and, and it's like, yeah, all these like this movie. It's just like, nah, we're not going to tell you. Like, I, I listened to this podcast about uh, it's called We Hate Movies. And I'm, I am I don't want to speak ill of podcasts, but I they left me no choice. Like, this is just... <laughs> this is unbelievable this podcast like it is total like like these guys are like the bros of people like they're like they're like wow it's like a bro humor and i'm like no it's like psycho donuts voodoo donuts humor like it's not (laughs) these are like guys that get excited about captain crunch on top of an old-fashioned donut like these (laughs) these are like these type of people but the whole thing is we hate movies so they talk about these classics but from like a shit sucks you know like kind of tone where they point out these dumb like inconsistencies in the movie because these are people who are used to watching six episode Netflix series so they can like point out like oh we didn't hear about this like we didn't where what happened to that character why is he wearing that hat the whole time why doesn't he ever take you you know why because that's like people just wear I hey by the way anybody hating on the the outfits that they're wearing in Soylent Green everybody just wears gray bullshit now including me so like, so they're literally like fact checking, like the movie basically, oh, and, like, uh, just, just like that. Like, people love to speak like on old movies where they're like, No one would ever say that, like, nobody would, he wouldn't wear that. They were saying, Why was Charlton Heston wearing that same hat the entire movie? I'm just like, Is that your question? Yeah, I was I mean, like, I
2: wear the same hat a lot, dude. I've, crazy i at all. I, mean, I, I wore, wore this, this shirt three time times this day. week. Day.
0: Yeah, yeah I, mean, I dude. No, and people do just wear gray lifeless bullshit now, like athleisure, basically. Like people just do yeah. that now. Like I'm just saying, by the way, like people like have like people there's people either wear like insanely loud colors or like just like the most like gray shit of all time. Like the, it's like SpongeBob wardrobe of gray, you know? Yeah, it's like and, a
2: prison, and that's kind of what the movie felt like to me.
0: It's like yeah, a, a yeah. smart
2: city, it's like a giant like open air prison, which is like basically what you know these people, I mean, what they kind of want, Uh us to be in at least. Um, God, that's so stupid. That really is just
0: right, and and like the uh, I forget what it was. But they were also like really mad about the director. I want to say it was the direct I'm I'm not seeing it, so maybe I don't I shouldn't speak on it, but like one of the directors of like was or the director of Fle- Fleischer, uh Richard Fleischer, um, or somebody that was on it, like was involved with like really quote unquote really racist Superman cartoons. That was like a big part of the podcast that I was listening to. Hmm. And I was just like, oh no, like who the 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 people and, and like they didn't see any of the stuff we saw, they were like, "There'll never be forty-four million people in a city." That was the way they like were like the tone they were using with this movie. And I'm just like, first of all, like, don't say oh. that population isn't like fucking like so these cities aren't just like everything's not concentrated into like one area of the world. Look at the way the voting maps are. Yeah, like yeah. you know also, what I mean. It's, it's not
2: like, an interesting thing to say. I mean, it's just yeah. like no, okay, no. Maybe maybe that's true. We don't really know. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of a. That's not really like missing the point completely. And really it's like it's like taking film analysis to its just most pedantic and like mm-hmm. pointless. It's it's
1: Reddit. You know? It's yeah. Reddit. Yeah, it is literally
2: <laughs> God, I hate that website. I really, yeah. really <laughs> No, I'm
0: right. glad and you, brought, you I'm look glad up you brought the guys up. from the show and it's just four Redditors. Yeah. It's like the mods like that you hope are asleep when you post something. Like it's it's yeah, just I mean,
2: they probably look like they've been eating Soylent. And, you know, to me, that was the most... If you wanted to, like, fact-check something about this movie, it's like there's no way all these people... I, I haven't seen the movie, but, like, Charlton Heston looks good. Like, those furniture chicks mm. or whatever, like, they, you know, they don't look like they've been eating Soylent for the past 20 years. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I mean, look what happened to <laughs> Sam Bankman Creed after just, like, four years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, I bet the... I mean, I'm sure... The Reddit Chapo whatever crew, uh, you know, they probably. I mean, they I mean, they look like redditors. I mean, I have no doubt.
0: No, it, exactly, and it's like you know, I don't want to put everything on 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 looks and stuff, but it's 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 a thing. I mean, it's a it's a thing, and you know what i what I do love most about this about this film is like is that like like we said with Coma when Alex was here, like it's just a good movie too. Like it's, it, the action is really good. It's very suspenseful. It's got this meandering noir kind of feel to it where he's just like kind of stumbling into different parts of the town. Yeah. Kind right of, yeah. Like the whole, like, like short hair, black chick scene is crazy. Like, you're just like, what the fuck? Like what's going on in the strawberry spoon, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like it was just, it was <laughs> yeah. <all> Tom Brady. <laughs> tom brady i know tom brady but i don't know what that is yeah no yeah and, and, but yeah but i hate it it's pesticide yeah and uh the yeah that that whole part of it was like was insane i guess that is the little backstory you get on that guy uh, is that that's his house and he just like i, I love the scene where he takes out the the bag of like mis, miscellaneous white stuff and she's like that's rice <laughs> It's yeah. <laughs> just, it's like, he's like, I know. And, and, uh, no, that, um, I love, I love those little, like, fun, like, meandering scenes where they, he's just going around the town doing kind of, like, kind of vigilante detective work. Uh, they try to pull him off the case, classic movie trope. They p- try to pull him off the case. He's not having it. Um,
2: he wasn't but, having it. No, he wasn't having
0: it. No, no, they, they sure, they sure weren't because he was, he was on to something. And, um, Okay. We didn't talk enough about the assisted suicides though, I feel like. Um we've talked about assisted suicide for a while, and like I don't like have the like super dramatic take about it, but I definitely don't want like an industry of it at all. Like,
2: no. Well, it know? goes back to like I think the issue of its si, was it's similar in my mind to issue I was raising about this like sacrificial quality of these like parents like throwing their uh, On some like black op or whatever. Obviously, they're not killing him, but it's like there's this sacrificial element to that. And that is, I, there was a lot of that in the movie, I felt like. So, one, I mean, I felt like it was a kind of like a sacrificial ritual, just like the person consented to, um, like the euthanasia procedure. I mean, it felt, it had a religious feeling, you know, the people in the weird robes and like the, divine like natural imagery and then this is kind of an esoteric like point but the fact that
0: oh no don't do that
2: (laughs) i mean those people are being turned into food and like it sounds crazy but i mean there were tons of cannibalistic i mean right that was a that like if you go back to archaic societies and i mean even that famous I can't remember what their name is, but this tribe that was one of the first uncontacted groups like in Brazil that you know, uh, all those French enlightenment intellectual guys wrote about, I mean, they would literally like, you know, kill and eat people in, in these big mass kind of like ceremonies. And it's like, what you had um, in the soylent green smart city thing was kind of this like sanitized, industrialized version of that, right? Where like the society could only run by just, like, sacrificially processing all these people, you know, who were either dying or, like, mm-hmm. choosing to die. And what I thought was really interesting is, like, clearly they knew that the society couldn't make it if, you know, the, if that myth was ever broken, if ever people really knew. Because it wasn't just, like, everyone, like, curl and green. That was something that people, like, wanted to eat. There was like these yeah, other yeah, yeah. lesser soylen, you know what I mean? That yeah. people thought were like soybeans or whatever, and it was just the hope of getting the like real sustaining nutrition of the plankton that was the plankton. not actually in, um, not actually in the uh, Soylent green that really kept everything going. I thought that was really interesting that uh, that was the whole basis that kept people in this horrible situation. Was this like? you know, kind of a noble lie or whatever um, about the Soiling bean. It wasn't actually noble, but um, I, yeah, I just felt like there was, there was something there was something like significant about that.
1: Yeah. I had a crazy I was, I, I'm glad you guys reminded me of it. I, I was reading some of the old reviews when this movie came out like what people thought, you know, and one of them was like, oh, it's so unrealistic. Everyone would have revolted by now like everyone would have like taken to the streets mm-hmm. and like, and then I just, I like laughed out loud. I was like, look at what's happening today, you know? And it's yeah, like, MasterCard it's would have sponsored crazy. the riots. Of yeah. What exactly. would have happened? They would have got us out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought, yeah. Like, I don't even think this film knew how prophetic it was being when it was young. no, I was I, just, I, no, yeah. not
0: at all. They're trying to tell a good story and they'd be like, it'd be crazy if this happened. It'd be. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not maybe fucking that Davos, they screened it and they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, we really like
2: this yeah, these, yeah. they got a it's lot clapped,
0: of good ideas dude. here fuck that's mm-hmm. a yeah, the guy standing up absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah, just just crying <laughs> but but like you know like how do we not be the guy with the meat hook at the beginning you know like like how do we you know i guess you know that was the, the detractor the guy who was like i had enough and kind of was was maybe seeing this as unethical and and, and all that but yeah it's it's um it's it's crazy, like it's it's people see it as a thing for climate change, but it's 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 really not like at all, and that just that it gets retconned as that, and um, you know, in the same way, like you'll see like Jurassic Park, right? Like Jurassic Park, um, I've yet to read the book, but the people like, I guarantee you, it's just a like allegory for like what happens when you give scientists way too much technology, but not enough like actual like logic and and ethics and morals and things and um that's what happens with movies like this like in in soylent green which again i can't stress enough it's 2022 uh, i can't say it looks like this but you uh it it definitely it, it there's definitely elements of it that like you know my wife and i when we first watched together we we're looking at each other like what the fuck like you know like that's that's crazy like we see elements like fragments of this in our society and um you know i i i I gotta say like it's weird when you see like guys like charlton heston they're in movies like this and then like he pivots to like kind of a just like get off my back kind of republican you know like i think he was always like that he's a very religious man he was in like a lot of like religious movies like uh just movies that were just like for the church basically he was in that for a while but you see these guys like Charlton Heston go that way. Ed, Edward G. Robinson passes away after that. But like, I think there used to be just an overall fear of a fear of just an overly, you know, of, of just over uh, optimizing society, right? Where like be, being efficient doesn't necessarily, you know, being inefficient, like treating people like cattle where, or just treating people like numbers, treating people like a trading chart, you know, if we're going to call back to everything and just kind of as commodities and just something where like maybe you know a handful couple hundred people get to just short or long people just depending on what they think looks best for society and um that's kind of how i look at it it's like is it do you have to go shot for shot is this how society looks no but like the intent is clearly there yeah yeah so.
2: definitely i mean it was yeah, I'm really glad, I mean, I'm glad I watched it, and I think, like, they just couldn't make something, like, it's hard to make something so powerful now, I think, or, because I, they feel like it, when they write stuff today, they have to over-explain everything, too, like, like you can't just, you can't, like, leave things,
1: mm-hmm. right, on,
2: you know what I mean? Where it's just kind of, like, you have to kind of get it, right? Like, the thing with the strawberries, or, you watch even stuff from the 90s, they don't, today, they would be, like, Characters would be like telling you every single thing that was happening. They're like, oh yeah, like we don't have a lot of food because of like whatever, because blah, blah, blah. And it, t- it takes away from it. You know, it takes away from the, I think, just visual art of like making films, um, which is, it's sad. So it's, it's good that, uh, that it's still available, like getting people to still watch it.
0: Also, I, you know, it's, it's good that he doesn't like i get the idea that like no he was going to just die and like everyone was going to be like yeah anyways you know I, like that was kind of what i thought i don't think like the prophetic soylent is people i don't think like people were going to run with that i didn't get the uh, yeah. vibe so i
2: feel like people were going to feel like they're going to nah. be like He's, <laughs> hey,
0: that guy's seeing you know the white light right now don't listen to him you know and and, and i kind of get that vibe and I think there'd be too much temptation to like halt that now, like to be like, "Oh, he hits the magic button that stops the the conveyor Definitely. belts and and all this." And I'm like, "No, this is what happens when only one person cares." Like you know, like literally only one person. He doesn't get any help during the entire movie.
2: No, because yeah, here's the thing: it's, it's to the point of why people you know rebel, right? It's, it's that that whole lie about soilings and the oceans and everything, that was keeping people going. Like no one wants to believe the truth that like this society basically runs on like like, industrialized cannibalism, right? Like it runs basically on this horrible form of consuming its own violence and then tricking people about it. That's a really disturbing thing that everyone's been participating in. It's like the only hope you have, like people just wanna lie to themselves, you know? And you see it, With all the stuff today, I mean, it could not be more obvious that the stuff about whether it's FTX or all the things that the Democrats and the Biden administration, whatever are doing, and yet huge numbers of people, as we just saw in that midterm, I mean, enough people come out to vote for them, they believe it, you know, they buy into it Mm because it's easier. I mean, it's really sad, but in some sense, like, it's just the reality that it's, it, it sucks to um, Sucks to realize something is uncomfortable And like scary And it, it's even worse if it's something that you've been participating
0: in people just Yeah you can't have, have movies it. be a warning Anymore like you know what I no, mean like, No you know, you're not allowed to just warn people Like you, it's like It's it's Marvel brain I've seen people that I know Just get developed Marvel brain who once had Like really good like They could watch a film in a different way And kind of just go off of how the film makes them feel Rather than like You know character arcs and you know these like little things that again are something you develop when everything is a a season rather than a film and um or just like these marvel epics where like oh we might have one movie that makes you feel bad but don't worry there's two more where the character gets redemption and and things like that like you you're right like it's it's you couldn't make this now at least the way that it was uh you couldn't do it you couldn't release this now i think people would just be like i don't get it too sensationalized too crazy um they'd use they'd mine it for like anything that would help like greta thunberg like greta thunberg would be like the world's gonna look like this in 10 years can i have a bunch of money please like and that that's about all that would happen um and also you know this movie is just a straight up on the nose pretty much on the nose one for one factory farming warning i mean let's be real like it's these people are being factory farmed yeah like you're raised it's controlled feeding right like cattle i mean he says it we're being treated like cattle and it's essentially like that you're just like feeding cattle just bullshit and then just doing mass slaughtering like getting quantity and quantity and quantity of all this stuff to feed your population i mean it would be like if you fed the cows to themselves right but um it's essentially like it is a factory farming Thing which I, yeah. I didn't, I haven't seen anybody point that out at least in like the Guardian or anything. You know, the people that want to write movies, there's a lot of articles come out this year because it's 2022 and that's the movie. Just like how Back to the Future that year, everybody did the Back to the Future article. So it's uh, it's definitely a factory farming movie.
2: Well, don't they not... feed like animals to other animals in factory farming, or doesn't that like actually happen? I'm sure and, like, it does. Feed, yeah, like, pigs, pigs, like the old You know, like I mean. So, yeah, it's like literally, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that is dark.
0: And how much factory farming was happening in 1973?
2: It's funny, I, I have no idea.
0: I don't know. I truly don't know. I'm just asking. Like I, I like. I'm, like less a good than amount, but nothing. I mean, what, yeah, less for sure. Okay. but yeah. But enough for somebody to have like stumbled upon it and like seen behind the curtain
1: though yeah for sure well if if, like upton sinclair was that was factory farming right it's a very good point i was it was
0: but it wasn't yeah
1: no it definitely wasn't upton sinclair
0: it's a bit different that's because that's like the people working there yeah kind of like being the cattle as well like like i i don't know like to me it's like that even for like it it was the the early the advent of it is I'll, i'll say that much like the advent of like making meat for people outside of your like street like i agree with you there but like this to me is like the like we're giving food to the rest of america you know what i mean like we're or not even america just our fucking like because like what do you think the midwest look like in soylent green where there like maybe chicago would have been concentrated but like iowa is probably like a desolate like wasteland right you know like if you like if you were to i was thinking about that what if you stretched out the map of like Soylent Green, like what does the rest of it look like? That's also something that would have happened in a Netflix series, you know, of Soylent Green, where people have to develop more things. You'd see like the rest of the United States, but yeah, it
2: would be really stupid. It would, it really would be stupid,
0: time. but I do wonder. I do wonder if like there would just be like straight up desolate, like like Lone Ranger, you know, type towns where it's just like nothing's happening. Courage the Cowardly Dog, just like just tumbleweed and cracked, you know, dirt basically like a hardened dirt with like no agriculture. Like, I just wonder if that's like, cause I, I, that's ultimately what I fear, you know, when you look at those voting maps and then you're just like, do they just want to concentrate all of society to where those voting maps are? Yeah. Like I saw, yeah, I I saw one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw one that was just like a, like a Republican did it where like, cause there's more like red States technically. So they put like the Pepe, highlighted on all the map and then the, the states that were blue were like seething wojack screaming crying ones um but i was like that was supposed to be like a dunk for people that hate libs but i was kind of like fuck they're just gonna try to expand those little ass parts
1: you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean, I mean I yeah. Gonna,
2: yeah it's like i i would it's back to like being yeah if i was running it like of course you drive people into those environments and i actually think they are doing that they're gonna make it harder and harder not, you know, to live, to kind of do your own thing and not live in the little, you know, approved areas.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, that, that, that was, I kept thinking of smart cities, man. Because, like, again, they can't foresee the technology. Like, that technology, because um, I'm reading Michael Crichton's Prey right now, um, and that's, like, a straight-up, like, takes place in early 2000s Bay Area tech culture making like little nanotechnology robots that are poses cameras to see inside your entire body, but then they can actually reproduce and go like insane outside of the body. It's like a lab leak situation. Crazy book. Um, hmm. and, and yeah, in, no, it's, um, everybody should read that. Cause, uh, I already have a guest that I told to read. So, um, <laughs> told to read that for an episode. Cause it, it's uh, a crazy book. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even halfway done with it. It's already insane, but, um, yeah, I, I, I want to read the book for and Green, but it's, uh, you know, any, any closing thoughts on this, guys?
2: I only have one. And that's just that I think something that's like, worth getting from the film and just thinking about a little bit more is I, I think that movie, it, it reflects a really real anxiety about the consequences of, of overpopulation and how do you manage, like, you know, this giant kind of like undifferentiated mass of people. However, you approach it, like we all know, because they talk about it all the time, that rich, powerful people are really worried about that. Right? That's one of their main concerns. Like, yeah. how do we control, you know, the cattle? Right? How do we, how do we stay up here while well, they kind of stay down there? And it's like, if you think about, if you just, it's hard to internalize, but it's like, if you really start to think about a lot of stuff that's going on as kind of like a form of like biological warfare against the population to keep this sort of, you know, to keep the over the 44 million people side of like and Green from happening. I think a lot of stuff that's going on, stuff that, you know, y'all talk about on this podcast a lot makes way more sense right like the food supply stuff the vaccine stuff i i could go on forever listing it but Uh it's like i really think that it's like i the reason why it always seems to kind of go in one direction and i think it's because a lot of people have a lot of have a strong interest in making sure you know that reproduction rate like stays at a certain point because they don't want a big mob of people you know causing some kind of ecological like Collapse or just something that they can't control.
0: Yeah, the more you get off of the the soil and green conveyor belt, you know, and and that's a metaphor. You know, you everybody knows that what that food is. You know, what I mean, once you get off that conveyor belt, you do become somewhat of a danger in in a sense. Uh, it's as, as far as you want to go with that. Anybody wants to go with that, it, I think it's got tentacles. Um, but when you start kind of really monitoring what you eat monitoring what you drink and stuff like that like that's that's taking care of yourself like cuz you have to you shouldn't have to i don't think you should have to i think a lot of this food actually should be subsidized in a perfect utopian society is it's kind of it, i i think that these it should these the food that we talk about should just be readily available you know what i mean cuz it definitely could be but you know that it's not and there's really no Horizon or like any view, any viewpoint, any take that where that the kind of food that we like is going to be mass produced because it's kind of tough to mass produce the food we like. That's why it's not mass produced, you know, and uh, there you're going to see eco terrorism pop up like a lot of like that's that's going to become a thing. You're already seeing it uh, where just basically like from both sides, you'll just say the hippies are ruining it, you know, and. For me, I, I think that uh, seeing stuff like Soylent Green that reminded just the Soylent Green, it reminded me of like the COVID vaccine a little bit. You know what I mean? Where it was just like, get it, come get it, please. We have three different kinds, you know, like take it. We, we have it um, and all that stuff. And, you know, maybe maybe you know, if I made an on the nose thing, I'd have the Soylent Green things and be like, hey, 20 percent of people have myocarditis after <laughs> eating Soylent Green, maybe
1: Soylent Green. It grows your heart, <laughs> and the yeah the the head cop's like yeah we'll t- we'll tell him don't worry yeah just straight up <laughs> that was, that's yeah. what I
0: love that's the brilliant part about that movie is like he kind of like gets to tell everybody but nobody cares yeah like it's a really silent thing it's not like this like outrage crowd of like oh shit like no they're just like yeah, fuck all right anyways back to this charlie and the chocolate factory tenement that we live in like you yeah. know like with with uh, charlie's grandparents and stuff like it's this fucked up ass thing and uh yeah man i i uh can't recommend this movie enough love it uh and fitness thanks for coming through man
2: i appreciate you all having me
0: yeah. Anytime. I mean, I'm, yeah. you know, well, I'm sure we'll always tap you for something, man. Like just, just <laughs> Hey, watch this movie. Come, come on. You know, it's just, just <laughs> things like that, man. It's, it's always, always good to do. So, um, definitely, definitely give our guy a follow. I'm sure you always, you know, everybody here has to follow you. I, I can't imagine that they don't, but, uh, if you don't, um, make sure you follow him at fitness feelings with a Z on Twitter and, uh, we got to eventually lure you into to write for us one day. We got to, I want, I have an idea for
2: that. I w- I okay. Will, uh, we'll DM talk about it. A, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. talk
0: about it. Yeah. We'll talk. No. And, and yeah, of course, absolutely. So, um uh, yeah, everybody subscribe to the Substack. We got a lot of premium episodes on there too. So, uh, and, uh, some more writing coming size, dropping the remote view in the NFL, uh, coming up pretty soon. Probably by the time this episode comes out and, uh, I got a little piece I'm working on too. So that'll be kind of fun so uh and then we got maybe some bob's red pills coming possibly oh, yeah
1: definitely the shirts yeah <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, the yeah 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 I'm, I'm, that's yeah. what i'm most excited
0: about are you just ftx for that brand that little sub brand yeah, is, yeah. is that your ftx like your <laughs> yeah, money laundering like, scheme
1: yeah exactly you're just taking <laughs> in just like gambling on like 16 parlays like well now i'm like now i'm like man i really want to make this shirt for the website so that i could i could get it at the wholesale discount just buy it and yeah funnel the profits back into like just share it and, yeah and just like yeah like what trick can i make today you know nah, yeah. i can't wait to go to jail for that but, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. yeah yeah
0: so uh yeah, yeah. all right Every, everybody have a safe week guys right, right, take it easy